Welcome to Mom Your Business, the podcast. I'm your host, Tanya T. Morris, president and founder of Mom Your Business. How you like our new theme music? I'm still here by Alicia Levels. On today's show, we're talking about capital, money, cheddar, cash. And the reason we're doing that is because black and brown women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs, yet we remain the least funded. The lack of access to capital for black and brown women is becoming a more prevalent part of the entrepreneurial conversation. However, solutions to solve this issue are still evolving. I'm so glad to have someone who's on the front line of this conversation and Miss Shelly Bell from Black Girl Ventures. Shelly is a system disruptor and business strategist. Shelly created Black Girl Ventures right in her own home. Later, she hosted her first event called Eat, Pitch, Vote with the simple idea to bring women of color together to discuss entrepreneurship, partnership, and support through collective economics. Eat, Pitch, Vote later became the Black Girl Ventures Pitch Competition. And as event attendance grew, so did the pitch participants. So much so that in 2020, Black Girl Ventures launched five chapters, including one in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I'm so excited and honored to be a part of the leadership team for Black Girl Ventures Philly. And I want to invite you to join us on February the 27th at 5.30 p.m. for the Philly BGV launch party powered by Venture Cafe. That'll be held at 3675 Market Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Come meet Shelly and our special guest entrepreneur, Rakia Reynolds, as they discuss not only capital and the access to capital for black and brown founders, but also um, the challenges that black women face as entrepreneurs. So again, go to Eventbrite, search BGV Philly Launch, and please register and join us on February the 27th. Make sure you also check out mommyourbusiness.org, see what else we have going on we've opened up our mommy business think tank we now have an office at 3675 market street and we have so many other things coming up make sure you follow us on social media instagram facebook linkedin and twitter so stay tuned listen to a little bit more of alicia levels i'm still here and next up will be my interview with black girl ventures founder shelly bell
Um, I said about the Black Revengers creates access to capital for Dr. Marilyn and founders. Um, one of the ways we do that is we have a traveling pitch competition that is like shark take with an audience, where everybody's a shark. So everybody can donate and everybody can determine who wins the money donated. We interrupt this podcast to tell you about the rent party. Why? Because Black Girl Ventures uses the rent party format for its pitch competition. So exactly what is a rent party? Well, let's ask the Evans family. There must be something we can do. We just can't let him put it out on the street like that. Hey, wait a minute. Maybe there is something we can do. James, you remember what we used to do for folks who got in trouble with their rent? A rent party! And now we return you to your podcast episode. An idea because I realized I've grown some business myself, uh, businesses of my own, and through my own struggles, I uh, came to the realization that if something needed to be done, if some other things needed to happen. So I, um, it was just at first we started as brunch. And it was, you know, 30 women, we got together, we gave money, and then we voted on who won. And then people liked it. I liked it. We kept moving forward with it from there. And so we've been doing it. We started to get larger partnerships, started working with other people. And um, from there, we ended up, we're now almost three years in, and we've done seven cities. We're doing nine cities last year. We did seven. We did seven last year, we're doing nine this year, um, where we will travel and get women funding using communities. I think, so black women receive less than 2% of venture capital, but at the same time, black women are starting businesses with six times the national average. Um, Latina women are also seeing an uptick in businesses starting. I think there's most of the reasons for that. I think the DNI initiatives that we see come out or the need for a DNI initiatives um, part of what's happening is that there's lack, a lack of diversity across corporate corporate culture, and then some people don't feel like they fit in, or the people now that startups and investment and things like that are becoming more uh, to the forefront. People want to take their chance at entrepreneurship. I mean, entrepreneurship yeah. is one of the like American pillars for building wealth. So I think it's an opportunity to try to build wealth in the black community. And your community in general. The diversity of funding becomes critical to sustaining uh, black women businesses. Would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, if we don't um, spread the wealth, then we're going to affect the economy. So that's the way I would look at it. Like, you know, at some point we got to start being sure that all groups of people have an opportunity for to create wealth. Um, you know, when you look at like the black dollar and how long it lasts in the community, but also looking at just like the weight, the wealth gap and how mm. the wage gap, like, you know, it's almost like entrepreneurship is somewhat our only hope <laughs> because the wage gap isn't changing. Um, the wage gap right. for women and for people right. of color is still there. And, um, that's not necessarily doesn't feel like individuals can do anything about it. 
Mm-hmm. But when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's something that you can do something about, right? And right, we, right. as an organization, as Blackboard Ventures, can support on a massive level, then we can see ourselves creating a massive level of social change to do mm-hmm. something about it um, on a larger scale. I think, yeah. you know, we talk a lot about financial capital, but there's also the social capital aspect. The mm-hmm. real issue underneath the issue is that we don't know anybody. People of color don't have the network for people with the money. Mm-hmm. So I think with the pitch competitions, what we see happening is not only are people getting up with an opportunity to pitch their business, but people are getting up with an opportunity to meet new people, to yeah. talk about their business in front of people who wouldn't normally see them, to mm-hmm. get in front of some um, investors and people with money that you may or may not have been able to access outside of the competition. So yeah. we, we see our purpose is like two and threefold, right? Isn't yeah. it? So yes, it's access to uh, financial capital, but it's also the social capital that is going to really make the difference. Yeah, I, I think that's critical. I, I can speak firsthand to that, you know, from when I pitched um, in Philly last year. Um, it really gave me an opportunity. I got an accountant out of out of the pitch conference, um, mm-hmm. and he has been a, an incredible resource. And we think you should look at the people that we are seeing and finding and discovering. And so it's, it's really all about influence and relationships. So we're taking and experimenting with what how could this work if uh, if an organization took their social influence and got people that can see them and that they can influence to actually give money and resources to entrepreneurs. Mm. So, like, you know, this breaks down in a lot of ways where it's just like, how can we make this all work for building wealth in the black community? How can we make this all work for supporting black and brown women founders? Because we, we also serve Latina founders, Latinx founders. And we want to do a better job of pushing that out more. So we serve black and brown. And black and brown is an identification that you can make. It doesn't, mm-hmm. when it comes to being black, I view black as a blacked out history, a blacked out experience, an attempt to, for someone to try to interrupt or disrupt your progress according to power dynamics, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and if you identify as brown, the people now often ask us, like, what does that mean? Um, that's looking at when, uh, the African diaspora, uh, looking at people from the middle, you know, women from the middle east and how mm-hmm. we become inclusive in that way to help the people who have the most need push forward. Go about though, identifying those partnership relationships. Um, what was your process like? You know, was it just a pitch? Was it just getting that head nod? Like, what was the process? Um, like, like yeah, when you talk to um, other people, like what would you say to somebody? You know, that's trying to identify some of these key partners um, to grow their business. The question is, what do you need? Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? What are you trying to grow? What are you trying to build? What are the desired results? Because your desired outcome is how you build who's the best partner to create that. Uh, so it, it was more to it than just being like, ooh, it'd be nice if we partnered with Ballot Spark. Like, it was more like, um, hey, Ballot Spark is doing some major things around entrepreneurship in this area. They could be a great partner because we're also trying to do major things to push entrepreneurship in this area. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, we're already partners, whether we're, whether we, actually communicate or not because we're we're in the same game like we're doing the yeah. same work 
They're pushing mm-hmm. forward in the same way. So sometimes the way you look at partnerships is, I think sometimes people look at people as competition. Yeah. Versus thinking about how they could be partners. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, if you're doing the same thing I'm doing, then you might not be a partner. Are you a partner or are you competition? Now, of course, mm-hmm. you wouldn't do a law firm as a as competition. Like, that's not even, that's not anywhere near that. They're right. offering entrepreneurship programs and they can definitely work. And we want to support that and push more founders into what they're doing, as well as other ecosystem partners that may be around to figure out who's the best way to go. But if you're, if you're, if you're asking me, like, how do I practically do that? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how, I'll tell you how Black Reventors work. When mm-hmm. we go into a city, we identify two to three, between one and three connectors. Those connectors, we give them a list of the things that we need. And those things we need are connections to the audience, connections to the investment community, and um, connections to other resources that could be available for entrepreneurs in that city. Mm-hmm. We, and then they connect us to five to seven more people, mm-hmm. so e- ecosystem builders, people who work with entrepreneurs, people who work to build the entrepreneurial ecosystem. And that could be anywhere from banks and investors to accelerators and incubators. Mm-hmm. From there, we could, from there we work with those partners continuously across maybe like two or three months to say, hey, you know, do you know anybody that would be great for applying? Do you know any people that would be good for um, for being a part of what Black Revengers is doing? And we push it that way. And okay. so that's how we create kind of like we we basically create a groundswell, you know. Mm-hmm. So and then it became a point where. Our branding is just is starting to be big enough yeah. for us to roll through multiple cities um, as we see them, and we look at our metrics to see who's following us from what cities to see where we should go. So it's not mm-hmm. all like we're not we don't have to actually choose. We look at the demographics of the city. We look at the entrepreneurial activity in that city. We mm-hmm. look at um, we look at uh, do we have connections already? Can we make connections in that city? What's our tie to the city? How beneficial can we be? So there's a couple of different factors that go into us determining whether or not we go in and how to a city and then how we can make those uh, connections. When it came to Philly, like I've been like through art and poetry before, I've been in Philly back and forth a lot of times. But right. um, I think when it came to entrepreneurship, we ended up uh, connecting with some people there who were like, hey, you should bring us to Philly. Well, like, for me, you know, I don't need but one person to agree with my shenanigans, and I would do it. So I'm, like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, maybe we should. So I started making the, you know, connections in Philly with different people, and we came up, and Philly was our, Philly actually became our case study for the best way to enter a city. Mm. Because what we did was we came up, my business partner and I, and we did a day of meetings. Yep. We met with all kinds of ecosystem partners, um, from the Enterprise Center to um, Ben Franklin Tech Partners to mm-hmm. uh, we just we everybody in the people were so gracious. We met with the city, like they came in, they came over and met with us at Benjamin's Day, and we talked about. I'm like, hey, here's what we're doing. Do you think this will even work for your city? Like, do you mm-hmm. think this is something that we should bring here? Like, what are your thoughts on what's happening in your city? And then will you be a partner with me so that when I come in here and I excite everybody, that you uh, you will pick up from there and continue the excitement? 
And mm-hmm. they were like, hands down, we got 100% yes from everybody. We love what you're doing. We would love to have it here. Let us know what we can do. And that mm-hmm. became our, our pool of, like, kind of like advisors and connected to Philly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they helped us with getting the applications out. They helped us with coming out to more people. And so that's really, it's our relationship. We build mm-hmm. relationships really tight with people, and they are champions for what we do, and we're so excited to have um, amazing people on board. Um, okay. We just did South by Southwest, and we had yeah. like 950 RSVPs, like 350 people, and it was wow. amazing. Okay. Um, the first the first year I went was my first year to just like, hey, let's see what this is about. I was there announcing an initiative that I, I'm on the board of. I was on the board of called the Deacon D.C., Okay. And I was there, I was there uh, announcing that with the D.C. house. And that was my first experience. I'm like, wow, this is super overwhelming. Um, it's a really great place to be, to like, depending on what you're trying to do, and you want to be focused with it just that deep. What do you want to do? And, you know, I mean, I would say be focused that deep with anything. What is it that you want to do? Why are you spending your time going to this place and doing this thing without yeah. knowing what you want to do with it, right? Yeah. So I was there to announce. Um, and then the next time I went, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do an event side by Southwest. I'm going to do a back up in the fish competition. Now, mind you, when I said that, I had no idea what I was about to do. Right. Um, I mean, I had no idea that it would work or yeah. it would happen. And then some things came through. You know, we did a pitch conversation in South by Southwest, and we had, we did it at the D.C. house, that was 2007-18, and it was cool. You know, we had a large um, turnout, definitely not as large as we had this time, but this time, it was bananas, right? It, it was just next level. Yes. Uh, we had so many venture firms, we had Bumble sponsor us, Bumble's working with Serena, um, yeah, I just uh, joined that group. Yeah, I just joined that group. I uh, got the app and everything, so Bumble. Yeah, yeah. oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Just, we just, um, we've been working with them. They're working with Serena now. We played a commercial yeah. to open the uh, pitch competition, and people just went crazy. So, wow. Yeah. It's, a, it's all about the amazing. sisters right now. Like, you look, you look around. And you know, one of the other things I saw in the, in the report um, from American Express was the difference in the ages of of women that are that are starting businesses, as well as the needs uh, uh, the need entrepreneur, somebody that's really starting a business, which is which is black women um, it, versus an opportunity, right? We tend to start a business out of a need um, yeah. and build it from there, um, and. I, I, I think, you know, pitch competitions um, give us that opportunity to tell our story. Um, yeah. You know, it really gives that opportunity to kind of tell to tell that story. So I think that, that, that's really important. So, um, Shelly, when you were building, how were you building your team? What were you looking for in identifying your team members? Um, how, did you, how did you go about building your team? At first, I didn't know what I was looking for. And, I, yeah. and honestly, at first, I didn't even know if I knew who I was as a leader. Mm, mm. So I I had a, I, I did a call for volunteers. And I was just like, I need help. The greatest thing. 
And I got a, a, a group of amazing folks who stepped forward with all different kinds of backgrounds who were just, mm-hmm. like, really, like, passionate about helping me make it work. Yeah. And they did. And they did up until a certain extent until I realized that that this group of people did not have the, the kind of thinking that was going to take me where I thought Black Girl Ventures was going. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, I scrapped the whole thing. Wow. Um, I did. I scrapped the whole thing. I started all back over by myself. And I said, you know what? This thing doesn't have the thought process I need. We're going to scrap this. Scrap it. Scrap it. And I started all back over by myself. By myself. This was like the fall of 2017 at this point. And mm-hmm. from there, I was like, you know what? I can run this with me and uh, me and a uh, assistant. So that's what I did. And that's what I've been doing up until up until recently, where I have a new team that I'm now building. And this yeah. time, this time I asked for what I want. So mm. I put it out there. I'm looking for these people with these kind of skill sets. Yeah. And right now, and they it got to be bigger than money. So right now it's like I can't afford to pay a full time salary. So I need people who already are. Working where they're working, they're working where they're working at, <laughs> and they're happy to pay for that. Yes. Help me build. Like I needed a ride or die. What I realized yes. I needed some ride or die folks, and I feel like that's what it's hard for for us to find. We right. found a couple of people who are volunteer to have don't exactly have the expertise we need. Right. But searching for those ride or die people that are like, yes. hey, I need some ride or die folks. Yeah. No, we ain't about to get paid right now. Yes. Yes. I feel you. (laughs) Lord knows I feel you preaching to the choir. (laughs) Because that has totally, totally been my experience. Yeah. It can be fun. It is. Um, So, Shelly, can you tell us how we can find you all on social, on social media? Is there any, you know, Facebook groups? I just actually saw, I I don't know why I'm just not getting into the Facebook group. I think I got an invite to Slack as well. So if there's any other things that you want to tell us about how to stay connected with you. Yeah, follow me on Instagram at I am Shelly Bell. I A M S H E L L Y B is the boy E L O. Um and yeah, that I would say LinkedIn, of course. Um, but definitely follow us at, and follow Black Girl Ventures on Instagram at Black Girl Ventures. Are you a black or brown woman founder in need of a community? Are you an ally who wants to engage with black and brown founders in your city? Then go to blackgirlventures.org, click chapters, and join us. We're all about each one, fun one. In Philadelphia, come and see what we're all about. February 27, 2020, 5.30 p.m. at Venture Cafe. That's 3675 Market Street right here in Philadelphia on the west side. So once you see, feel, and hear what we're all about, we want you to put your money where your vote is at our 2020 pitch competition. We want you to put your money where your vote is at our 2020 pitch competition. Same location, 8 October 2020. That's 3675 Market Street, west side of Philly. We're pushing community as a service. This was just the first of many opportunities for you to hear and feel Shelly Bell of Black Girl Ventures at blackgirlventures.org. Now we're going to turn it on and turn it up 
with Mom Your Business. That's right. You heard it from my girl, Nephi. It's time to turn it on and turn it up with Mom Your Business. I want to thank Shelly again for the interview. Don't forget to register for the pitch competition. You can go to blackgirlventures.org, but make sure that you join us for our launch party. I'm telling you, you want to be in the room for that. Again, that is Thursday, February the 27th, 2020 at Venture Cafe, 3675 Market Street, right in West Philadelphia. We're going to have a great time. You're going to get to connect with so many other great organizations. Hear from Shelly, hear from our special guest, um, Rakia Reynolds. Meet all of the change agents, myself, my girl Nephi, Tierra, Marion, Robin Gillespie. Interact with some great organizations that are driving change for black and brown founders in the Philadelphia area. And make sure you visit us again at mommybusiness.org and check out all the programming and opportunities that we have and resources. Make sure you download our toolkit. The Mommy Business Toolkit is loaded with resources uh, for you to take full advantage of. So once again, I want to thank you for tuning in to Mom Your Business, the podcast. Always and forever. Remember, now is the day, so enjoy it. Yesterday is over, so forget about it. And tomorrow is not promised. Tanya T. Alicia Levels, take us out. <laughs>